Welcome to the Lisa Fife Coaching Podcast, a podcast for professional working moms and young women of Christian faith who are seeking to reduce overwhelm and stress and have a desire to start succeeding in their professional, personal, and or college lives. I am your host, Lisa Fife, a certified business and mental health coach and a married working mom of four boys with Christian values. I have struggled with severe depression for most of my adult years, and now I am living a fuller, more purposeful and enjoyable life. In this podcast, I will teach you invaluable tools and share personal and spiritual experiences that will help you in your career development, goal setting, choosing a profession or major, and increasing your connection with our Savior while navigating your mental health. I am absolutely thrilled and honored to be on this transformative journey with you. If you would like more information, go to my website at www.lisafivecoaching.com. That's Lisa Five, F as in Frank, I, F as in Frank, E, dot com. Hello, everybody. I love saying that. It brings me joy because that means I am talking to you guys and we are doing another episode together. It also makes me chuckle when I say that because it reminds me of, is it Aunt Edna in the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation who is supposed to say hello to everybody when she walks in the door and then is supposed to say grace and ends up singing the national anthem. So every time I say hello, everybody, it brings me joy for a couple reasons. Okay, today is episode number three, and it is also Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, everybody. So let's get started. In today's episode, we are talking about the self-coaching model. We will be focused on what this tool looks like when we have unintentional, unmanaged thoughts. All right, so let's get started. You know how I said in the last couple episodes that we have about 50,000 thoughts a day and 70 to 80% of those thoughts are negative? Guess what? They're also unmanaged and unintentional. What if I told you you could decrease the percentage of negative thoughts, feelings, and outcomes by using and mastering this tool? And what if using this tool could change your outcomes to the desired results and goals you dream about. You want to stop being overwhelmed and stuck on the same repeated results? Well, I got you because that's what today's all about, teaching you about the self-coaching model. And at the very end of te- after I teach you about it, I'm going to go through a personal example that I struggled with for years and I threw it in the self-coaching model and I just saw how it was definitely not serving me and it was creating a lot of angst, overwhelm and um, discomfort in my life. And I, when I mean discomfort, I mean more like it was just, I was super overwhelmed by um, my unintentional thoughts and not managing them. Okay. So if I was to summarize the self-coaching model, I would say it proves that famous quote, 
that says what you think about, you bring about. This tool will give you greater insight and help you find the root cause of each symptom, understand it, and change it to make room for new results, successes, and more fulfillment in your life. Okay, so the self-coaching model is made up of five interconnected components. Those five components are circumstances, thoughts, feelings or emotions, actions or inactions, or sometimes we call them behaviors, and then results or outcomes. That's circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. When we teach this self-coaching model, we like to teach that you have a circumstance and your thought about your circumstance creates a feeling. And that feeling then drives behavior and that behavior is what produces your outcome. And it all comes from your thought about your circumstance. So let's get started. Let's dive right into this. This is an awesome tool. I'm so excited to teach it to everybody because it has been life-changing for me. I use it daily and I use it often. Okay. So the first component of the self-coaching model is what we like to call the circumstance or the C-line. When I'm doing one of these on myself or on a client, I will basically pick five lines on a page. I'll do the C-line, T-line, F-line, A-line, and R-line, and then I will fill out those sections. So, But back to the first component, which is the C-line or the circumstance. So circumstances are things outside of our control. This might include other people, our past, maybe the economy, and even the weather. Sometimes we forget we can't control these things. So we expend energy trying to control other people or try to argue about our past. This is why we get overwhelmed and this is why we're exhausted. We're trying to control the uncontrollables. While we can't control our circumstances, we can control everything else, including what we decide to think, feel, and behave. Circumstances are facts that everyone would agree upon at any time, so they are neutral. A circumstance could be proven in the court of law, and most of us would argue that our problems stem from our circumstances. But in reality, and what I'm going to show you today, is that it's our thoughts about our circumstances that create the problem. And this is one of the most common forms of self-induced suffering. Believing the things we cannot control cause our emotions and leaves us powerless to change. When in reality, it's our thoughts that cause our emotions, not the circumstances. So the way I like to think about circumstances is they don't really affect us in any way until they reach our minds. So for example, if I was to give you a circumstance, let's say that somebody um, passed away, that's a circumstance. Um, When they died, we didn't feel grief until we actually found out they died. 
So their death is a circumstance and it didn't cause, you know, uh, immediate pain. It wasn't until we got the phone call or heard the bad news that we felt the pain because we had a thought about it. Um, another example of a circumstance is, um, here's a, here's a glass, right? I'm showing you a glass and it's, everyone could say, yep, that's a, that's a glass that's provable in the court of law. And that's the circumstance. I have a glass. I'm not saying that it's a tall glass, a skinny glass, a clear glass, ugly or weird. I'm just simply stating a fact. So the second component of the self-coaching model is our thoughts or what we like to call the T-line. Um, it can also be a phrase or a sentence in your head. We give meaning to our circumstances with our thoughts. We cannot change our circumstances, but we can change our thoughts about them. What I love about this self-coaching model is that we're going to walk through how it um, shows us the results we're getting when we're not being intentional. And then I love in the next episode, we're going to teach about how to flip that around and get intentional. Um, but the root cause to any problem is always our thinking, my friends. It's not the circumstance, but the way we think about it. I know that I've said this a few times already, but I really, really think that this is super important to understand. Um, it is not our behavior, but the thoughts and feelings that result in the action or the behavior. Therefore, the cause of our problems is not the unwanted results, but the thoughts that led to our unwanted results. So guess what? Our current thinking, like what I think about right now, is what creates my current life. So thoughts are subjective and they may change from person to person. That's why I um, like to really say it's not the circumstance that's the problem, it's our thought about the circumstance. Because I could list a fact and so many of us humans would think completely different about that um, based on how we were raised, um, just our environment, religion, so many things. So differentiating between thoughts and circumstances is an important step in using the self-coaching model. Where we err is by thinking our thought is a fact when in reality, thought is just an opinion. So let me give you an example of differentiating between a thought and a circumstance. So I could say it's 85 degrees outside. That is a circumstance. It's a fact. We could prove it. We could look on a thermostat. Um, but someone could say it's hot outside. This is a thought because some people may think that 85 degrees is perfection why others may not. Okay, so that is an example of differentiating between a circumstance and thought. Okay, now we're going to go into the third component of the self-coaching model. And that is what we call a feeling or an emotion, or in the coaching world, we might call that the F line. So feelings are emotions or vibrations we experience in our body, and they are directly related to our thoughts we are thinking. 
Some examples might be anger, sadness, excitement. Now, I want to make sure you understand that I am not talking about feelings that come from our body that are physical, involuntary sensations like hunger, cold, and physical pain. Um, These sensations, um, they actually start in the body and move towards the brain. So I'm not talking about that. That's not what we would use in the self-coaching model. But what I am talking about is where a feeling that causes emotion, it actually starts in the brain as a thought and then moves into the body uh, with a vibration like anger. You feel it in your body. Also, emotions are voluntary because we can change them by changing our thoughts. So an example of a feeling is um, is what I'm going to go over right now. So let me give you a story. My circumstance is my husband didn't take out the garbage. Okay, that's a fact. Um, so I'm very angry. That's a feeling. But am I angry because he didn't take out the trash? Or am I angry because I'm thinking a thought and giving meaning to him not taking out the trash. For example, I could have been like, Ugh, now I have to do it, and I don't want to. Or, husband didn't take out the trash, and I'm thinking the thought, man, he never pulls his weight around here. And when I think that thought about the circumstance, I am angry. So these thoughts are what gives the feeling of anger, not the circumstance itself. Okay, now we're going to move to the next step in the self-coaching model is step four. Um, And this is called the action or the A-line. Sometimes we might call it inaction because when you're not doing something that can be an inaction or behaviors or reactions. So... Actions are directly related to our feelings. Examples include eating when you're not hungry because you're feeling lonely. Maybe you are avoiding interactions with a boss because you're feeling some anger towards them. And maybe you're withdrawing, that's an action, from relationships because we're feeling sad. So if we want different personal actions then we need to choose different thoughts about our circumstances that will drive a positive feeling. And I will discuss at the end about, okay, I can't just go from a very negative thought that maybe I've been grained in or been taught my whole life to just a positive thought. You're right. The brain will not like that. It's called cognitive dissonance. We will talk about um, in the very end. Um, What do we do? when we want to go from a negative to a positive thought. Okay, so the third component I said was the F-line, the filling, and we just wrapped up the fourth component, which is um, the action. So when we manage our thinking and take action from those feelings we want to have, we can change behaviors actions for the long term and create amazing results in our life. Okay, so the last component in the self-coaching model is the R line for result. Results are our outcomes. So 
results are effects of our actions. Examples include maybe being overweight because we've been eating when we're not hungry or having dysfunctional working relationships because we are avoiding interactions with the boss. So, you know, those are two outcomes or results. Choosing different actions will actually lead us to different results. We may think our results are circumstances that have been handed to us and that they are beyond our control. But the truth is we are entirely responsible for our results because they come from our actions and are a result of our feeling, which comes from our thoughts. But this is great news because our thoughts are in our control. If we can each examine our mind, become aware of our thoughts, we can empower ourselves to create the results we truly want by choosing the thoughts that serve us. Okay, now let's wrap this all up. Let's do a, you know, a review. We just went over the self-coaching model. It's made of five interconnected components. The first one is a circumstance, which is neutral. It's a fact. Then you have a thought, which is you'll have a thought about your circumstance. The thought then um, creates a feeling, which then drives behavior or actions, which then create an outcome or result. What you'll find when you do this model is it's always going to go back to your outcomes are driven by your thoughts. And you're like, what? This is so cool. Okay. And another thing you're going to notice when you start doing this, it will show you how your results are evidence that prove your thoughts to be true. And what happens is that you just keep staying in the same loop having the same undesired outcomes over and over because of the thoughts you have. Your results prove your thoughts to be true. Your thoughts produce the result and you're just in this cycle. And we can break that by getting intentional and thinking differently about our circumstance and know that we have control over our outcomes through our thoughts. Okay, so that wraps up what the self-coaching model is. And now I'm going to go into a personal example of doing a self-coaching model on a topic of mine that has kind of plagued me for years. Okay. So let's dive into my personal example. So my circumstance that I want to talk about is I'm a working mom of four boys And the thought I had about that for many, many years until I was introduced to self-coaching and um, the life coach school is the thought, I am a bad mom for not being home with my boys full time. And when I had that thought about my circumstance, working mom of four boys, I felt failure. I felt like I failed. And when I had that when I'm thinking that thought, I'm a bad mom and feeling failure, this is what behavior I had. And sometimes behaviors can be just what's in your head, right? So in my head, I would judge myself. That was my behavior. I would ruminate about the kids' problems, like all the problems. It seemed like they had a million of them because I was just coming up with so many, but I would think about their problems while I was at work and I didn't focus on my work tasks. Um, 
Ruminate, just if you don't know what that means in psychology, it refers to obsessively revisiting the same thought or theme over and over again. Can any of you guys relate with that? Do you ever get stuck on something you're super frustrated about and you just ruminate? So that's what ruminate is. So when I'm having that thought that I'm a bad mom for not um, being home with my boys full time because I'm working, I am not present at work. I'm not present even when I'm around my kids, my spouse, and others because I'm thinking about this thought over and over again that I'm a bad mom and how I have failed. And when I'm having that thought and I wake up in the morning, dude, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm trying to drag myself out of bed, dragging myself to work because it's like, oh, here I'm going to this thing that um, is taking me away from my kids and I'm a bad mom. Um... When I'm having this thought too, I don't plan or prepare for the day or the week. I kind of avoid what's coming for myself or my kids. I don't go to bed on time because I'm thinking this thought. Oh my gosh, I'm a bad mom. I failed today. How did I fail today? What did I not do? How am I a bad mom? Because I worked all day and I should be home with my kids and I lose sleep. I also like tighten my shoulders. I tighten my face. I've had jaw pain and back pain for a couple years now, and I know it is directly related to all the stress and overwhelm I had, and, and I internalized it. Like, I'd seem okay on the outside, but on the inside, it was like, cringing. So I can't wait to talk about that in a future episode. But um, so that was all the behaviors, all the actions I was doing when I was having that thought that I'm a bad mom, because I'm not at home with my four boys raising them. So the result I was getting, and you can have several results from um, behaviors and one thought. Um, So there isn't like a right or wrong result, but there can be several results. And so the results I came up with that um, I was creating in my life is that I was ensuring I would fail at taking care of myself. I also ensured that I would fail at loving and honoring my talent and opportunity for growth. Like I was not um, getting excited about learning and taking my college degree and using that and just using my brain and my intellect and, and excitement for growth. So I definitely was failing at honoring myself. I also ensured that I would feel bad about myself. Um, and I also ensured that I feel bad about how I was mothering my children. So do you see how my results are evidence that prove my thoughts to be true? Yeah. I was thinking I was a bad mom. That was my thought. And definitely my behavior was that I was showing up not how I wanted to in my life as a mother, a wife, um, an employee, an entrepreneur. So before learning about this tool, I let my thoughts run wild and I was unintentionally getting these results of failing at loving and honoring my choice to work and feeling bad about a mom, being a mom, you know? No one had ever taught me that what you think about, you bring about. No one ever said that Our thoughts create feelings which drive actions and inactions that produces our results. Once I understood this tool and concept, it changed my life. If you take this tool 
plus the awareness and tracker tool discussed in episode one and then the motivational triad discussed in episode two, you have an arsenal at your fingertips to help you make changes. Now, I know we discussed earlier that sometimes we can't go from a negative thought all the way to a positive thought. Like you can't just go like everything's unicorns and glitter. My life will be better if I think these thoughts. Because your brain's not going to be able to believe you and go through that jump to this, you know, from negative jump to a positive jump. It's had that, it has that cognitive dissonance. But I will teach you in future episodes how you can have ladder thoughts, um, bridge thoughts. And what will also be cool is we are going to discuss how we have belief systems that have been thoughts we've had that have been creating results Um unintentionally that we're not happy with and also how do I look at this unintentional model with my unmanaged thoughts getting the results I don't want how do I take that and turn it around and create a intentional an intentional model that'll give me the results and create the life that I dream about okay ladies I hope you enjoyed this episode Again, the self-coaching model changed my life. It works every single time. You can't take any problem and not have it run through this model and not have it work. It will work every time. So again, it's a self-coaching model. It's our thoughts about our circumstances that create a feeling that drive action or inaction or behaviors that then produce the results in our life. If you would like a free download of the self-coaching model worksheet, you can find that on my website. Check it out on the resources page. Okay, that wraps up episode three, ladies. Hope you all had a wonderful Valentine's and we will talk to y'all in two weeks. Thank you for listening to the Lisa Fife Coaching Podcast. My listeners and passion for helping others who struggle with depression are my reasons for doing this. For more tips and free resources, you can check out the podcast show notes or visit my website at www.lisafifecoaching.com. That's Lisa Fife, F as in Frank, I, F as in Frank, E, coaching.com. And if you want to take this work further and apply these proven coaching tools in your life, schedule a free one-hour session under the tab schedule on my website. Lastly, if you like this episode, please subscribe and add a review. Thanks until next time, ladies.